We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. All right, we are back. What is going on, Colts Nation? Welcome back to another episode of Bring the Juice. Your guys, Cody and Derek, back for another one, guys. Before we get going, shout out to Derek. What a great t-shirt. What a great <laughs> way uh, to hopefully inspire if Michael Pittman were to catch this specific podcast. We need you back, brother. AR needs you back. But anyway, Derek, uh, great shirt. But let's continue on. And I think that actually is a perfect segue in a lot of ways to talking about the topic of this video, man. Because, I mean, if anybody, you've seen the title of this video, you know what we're going to be talking about. And the fact is that the future is extremely bright for the Indianapolis Colts. It, it really, really is. There's a ton we're going to get into, into why the future is very bright for the Colts. But, Derek, I mean, I think we have to start before we talk about what the outlook of the team is this year. I think we have to also look back about a year ago from now to the state of the franchise and where it was in 2022, right? And just how far this team has come from where they were to where they are now. Talk to me about that, man, and just the state of where the Colts were in 2022 versus you know what they've had to come through and where they sit right now. Yeah, from 2022 to 2023 is a massive change in how things went because it's not just from a personnel standpoint. It was from a cultural standpoint that this team has changed so much within the year. Remember, Cody, we were talking about how, you know, this team looked so bad, but we were talking about how after each loss, what did we hear from Frank Reich every single time, right? We got outplayed. This one's on me. I need to be better. Or, you know, just some some other same thing we'll we heard every single Yeah. We, we'll something we hear film, every single never got week. better. Yeah. Every yeah, week. we just, yeah. It's uh, just some way to say an excuse of why this team was not living up to the standard that was placed upon them at the beginning of the year. And we, the amount of times we had to keep saying, why do you keep saying this? Like, why aren't you doing something about it? 
instead of saying it, do something about it, but it never got changed. And then listen, very rarely do NFL coaches get fired midway through a season. Okay. It doesn't happen very often. Okay. It happens very rarely, maybe, maybe once a season at most. So when it comes to that, I mean, and especially given the Indianapolis way, the Indianapolis way, we usually give people the benefit of the doubt. So to have that situation happen where in the midst of the middle of a season, you end up firing a coach that you had there for five years. And then on top of it all, to replace him with a guy who has never been a head coach before in the history of his life, even though he's been one of the greatest NFL players that has ever played the game of football for his respective position, still to have that sort of situation, you had yourself in a, you were at a, what felt like a bottomless pit and it only felt like you were going deeper and deeper And it was only at that point, Cody, where we were just hoping that the losses would just happen quicker. So then that way we could just move on to a a new season to try and, you know, salvage what we could. And from the moment that Shane Steichen stepped in and became the head coach of this team, the accountability factor has been there. This team took a step forward. Obviously, this team has a long ways to go still. But you like the direction that you're headed for Indianapolis based off of what you saw in 2022 with no production and a lack of culture to 2023 with good production with half your roster injured and a great culture. And that's ultimately one of the reasons why you won so many games. So you look at it and you say, we get some of our guys back. We add some more pieces to this mix. This is going to be a fun team to look out for for the future. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. I tell you, man, 2022 just feels like a blur. Like, it just doesn't feel like it was only like a year and so many months ago. Like, it really doesn't because it was just such a disaster. It felt like it was a, it was a, you know, garbage fire, right? It was just absolute terrible. And then it turned out like the, the fire from the garbage can went into the house and then it became a house fire and it became a thousand times worse. And it was just an absolute disaster. And you're like, oh man, you know, what's going to happen with this team? I mean, gosh, it just, 
it was just something where Derek, I've never in my life looked forward to a season being done more than I did in 2022. And I'm not a person that roots for losses, but that might have been one of the first times where I was like, just lose out. Like, just make sure we get, you know, and secure uh, a really favorable position in the draft. That's kind of the point I was, especially, you know, kind of after the whole firing. And then, you know, they won the one game against the Raiders. And then basically from there, didn't do anything well at all. In fact, embarrassed themselves on multiple occasions. It's just crazy to look back at that. But you're right. I mean, this team has, with Shane Steichen, that was the first piece for the Colts. You know, they spent a ton of time with so many candidates. If you remember, Derek, this thing last year went into after the Super Bowl. Like, when pretty much every team that was looking for a new head coach had found their head coach at that point, uh, the Indianapolis Colts were like one of maybe an, one or two teams. I know the Cardinals got Jonathan Gannis. Maybe they were the other one. Um that were, you know, waited and got their head coach and took their time and talked to so many candidates over in so many broad, you know, different type of guys and, you know, had all these hours and hours that they poured into all these different candidates until they finally landed on Shane Steichen. I think that's the first piece you talk about with just the differences from Shane Steichen that, you know, the things that he's, you know, held to and the things that he sold others to compared to what it was or was not. Under Frank Reich, you know, the accountability is a word. I think it's a great word that you used. Uh, that is one thing that I think Shane Steichen has done such a great job in year number one. I would honestly say, Derek, that's probably the thing that's been the best part about Shane Steichen. He's had a lot of good things that you really like about him, but I've loved the accountability piece. And I think it was so crucial for a roster that just didn't have it and a team that just didn't have that accountability. And we heard, Derek, all these leaks from, you know, the different people who, who were kind of inside that organization or had sources inside that organization about, you know, guys missing meetings. Obviously, a guy like Isaiah Rogers betting, you know, all just all this stuff for the culture that just wasn't good at all. And it was very clear and apparent that Frank Reich and this coaching staff, they'd lost the locker room. Like they had lost the locker room at, at a certain point, you know, and. I think we really started to see that at the end of 2021, you know, with that you know epic collapse at the end of the season. And then it just really just, you know, we thought, okay, you know, that was bad. And it just became worse in 2022. Uh, it was just bad all around for this team. And so Shane Steichen comes in. That's the first big piece of the puzzle. You get your head coach, you know, a guy who was just in the Super Bowl and, you know, really led the Eagles to, you know, almost a promised land. Like it was that close. Like they were in that game. The offense was humming. So Shane Steichen was probably the hottest candidate out there just because of his body of work, you know, his history with the different types of quarterbacks. So you bring him in, he sets a new culture, you know, and also I think the other piece of this, Derek, that you didn't have, you know, in years previous is the quarterback. And that was the big thing. You know, the big question mark, pick number four, which quarterback is the Colts going to take? Cause there was three, arguably four guys the Colts could take, right? Um, and obviously the Colts landed on Anthony Richardson with that fourth overall pick. And, you know, while, yeah, the sample size, Derek, wasn't huge for Anthony Richardson, that's probably the biggest, most disappointing thing out of all this. You didn't get to see AR a whole lot. But the things and the glimpses that you saw, Derek, I mean, he made a strong impression early. I mean, the, the fact that he didn't even play, like, he played like a quarter of the season and he played well enough for you, and you and I can honestly say he looks like he could be the quarterback of the future. I think that tells the, the, 
a lot of the story about Anthony Richardson right there and how dynamic he is when he is on the field. And, you know, you just didn't have that, you know, really since Andrew Luck hung it up at the start of 2019. You haven't had a quarterback like this that you are long-term committed to and you believe can be the guy, not just for one or two years, but for five, 10, 15 plus years, right? You think he can be a guy that can lead you potentially to the promised land if he can stay healthy. And that was one thing Derek the Colts under Chris Ballard and Frank Reich outside of 2018, they didn't have that stability at quarterback. They didn't know necessarily who was going to be their quarterback. And this is the first year, Derek, I honestly think this is the first year where we can say we know who the Colts starting quarterback is going to be outside of 2018, of course. I mean, I really think that's it because 2017, Andrew Luck was out the entire season. 2018, he was back. 2019, he retired. And you had Jacoby Brissett, Brian Hoyer, and that whole mess. You had, you know, obviously Phillip Rivers in 2020 for one year. You had Carson Wentz for one year. You had Matt Ryan. And then now you have Anthony Richardson. So it's just something you haven't had, and you finally have it, which I don't know about you, Derek, but that makes me sleep a lot better at night now that you feel like you have something to build off of from a quarterback standpoint. Does the, the I mean, the shirt does it justice, right? I mean, yeah, I wouldn't exactly. be wearing these guys on my body if I didn't think that these two were the answer to what we have going on here, okay? This guy right here is about to be the next great thing for the Indianapolis Colts, and this guy is going to be right there alongside with him, all right? So look, you're right. It's one of those situations where a lot of Colts fans, for what feels like the first time since that ungodly day, that we feel pretty confident in the direction that this team is headed in, at least not even just from the sense that we don't know 100% how the quarterback situation is going to go, but, I mean, still to have the right coach, to have the right system to have a quarterback that can run that system, right? Like it's that sort of situation where you feel a lot more confident in your ability to be able to make things work next season and further seasons beyond. So it's really awesome that the Indianapolis Colts are going to have a bunch of those guys. And, you know, I, I mean, I just take away from it that there's more to it. I mean, it, it, Anthony Richardson's only one piece of the puzzle, right? There's a lot of other great pieces that Indianapolis has, right? I mean, we talk about Jonathan Taylor. Uh, we talk about the offensive line the way it is right now. Uh, you talk about some of the weapons on both sides of the ball that are stepping up and being very productive players in this league. Zaire Franklin. Uh, Michael Pittman, God hope that he makes it back to Indianapolis. And Juju Brents, who we have all the uh, hype in the world for to be the next great cornerback for Indianapolis. I mean, I don't even know if I can really say next great because we haven't really ever had a great corner, uh, if that tells you anything. So, I mean, there's a lot of great pieces, I feel, that Indianapolis has that can help really elevate them. and. It helped keep them afloat this year. Michael Pittman kept this pass game afloat practically by himself. Jonathan Taylor, he was the main reason why you were even in that Texans game to begin with. 
Juju Brents lockdown on Devontae Adams in clutch situations. One of the best wide receivers in the game, right? So, I mean, there's just a lot of great things to look at for Indy from a personnel perspective that you can hold your your hat to and say that we have something building here. We just have to try and build it a little faster. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah, and that was the thing, Derek, with this roster last year. You know, people said, oh, this roster was terrible. Chris Ballard didn't know how, doesn't know how to build a roster, all these things. And it's kind of interesting because, yeah, you did add, obviously. You added the quarterback. You added a couple guys in free agency. You, know, you added the dra- you know some guys in the draft. But, Derek, when you look at it, the, still the core of this roster that Chris Ballard has built is still here, right? You mentioned Jonathan Taylor, Michael Pittman. Offensive line, you know, Bernard Ryman taking that step to left tackle. Um, you know, some of the linebackers, you know, back again. Um, some of the defensive linemen, although you did add, you know, obviously Samson Ebukam who led you in sacks. And so you still had a lot of the core guys here, even though you added some pieces that helped you, um, which I think is good because you have a good core roster. And this is something that we've talked about, Derek, you know, when we're talking about how to attack the offseason and free agency in the draft, you're like, you have a lot of, you know, good players. You have a lot of foundational players on your roster. You just need to add a couple more playmakers on both sides of the ball. You know, obviously some more weapons for Anthony Richardson and then, you know, some more players to help you, you know, stopping some of those big chunk plays that you allowed because your defense, especially your secondary, was so young and inexperienced and dealt with so many injuries and all that stuff. But, you look at that and you say, okay, the core roster is still here. There's a lot of guys that are, you know, still very young. You know, like Michael Pittman's going to turn 26. Jonathan Taylor's in his mid 20s. Like some of your good big guys that you're paying or are going to have to pay, you know, are still fairly young that have, you know, really were big contributors. And you know, you look at that list that we did, Derek. You know, the previous video talking about some of the key, you know, most important or I guess the best players, if you will. Uh, for the Colts in you know 2023, and you look at how many of those guys are still in their 20s, and that is really exciting. And obviously, there's a few guys that are a little bit older, but you still have a pretty good young core altogether. And here's the great thing, Derek, about that is you know you're only in year number two of Anthony Richardson's rookie contract. You had a lot of injuries and still nearly made the playoffs and won the division. You know you were a drop pass away. Or if you want to say a bad drop pass, whatever you want to say, whoever you want to put the blame on, regardless, you're one failed conversion away from potentially, you know, being in the playoffs. And we have a whole different conversation about that. So you still won nine games, despite the fact that Jonathan Taylor had to miss multiple weeks twice. Um, You didn't have Anthony Richardson for a long time. You You had different players in and out of the lineup like Juju Brents, Um, but you still were able to weather the storm in certain ways and pull out victories whenever you, you know, had to do it. Now, again, some of the quarterbacks you played, not necessarily the greatest quarterbacks at the time, but you still, again, a win's a win, and a win is hard to get in the NFL. I don't care who you are. I don't care if you're facing 
the best team or the worst team in the NFL. They can beat you on any given Sunday if given the opportunity. So you weathered the storm with injuries. You're like, we got the Taylor situation figured out with the contract. He's going to have the whole offseason, you know, and you, you know, potentially getting Michael Pittman back, which would be great. Um, Anthony Richardson back as well. And the, here's the thing, Derek. You're in year two of Anthony Richardson's contract. You have, I think, the fourth or fifth most cap space in the NFL. I know you're going to have to re-sign some of your own guys, but you still have that, you know, flexibility, if you will, to go out and get a couple, you know, kind of bigger names or some guys that can really contribute to your team immediately. And then you still do have a pretty good draft pick. So, I mean, this team, it's, it's still like young, but it's still getting started, you feel like, in a lot of ways. And, you know, drafting that rookie quarterback, it kind of resets the timer a little bit in certain ways and allows you to kind of restart in, in certain ways as well. So I think you look at that, you say there's a good core roster here. You figured out quarterback, you figured out left tackle, you figured out your head coach, and you have a lot of flexibility this offseason and getting some guys back from injuries where you're like, this. the future is very bright for Indianapolis. If all goes well and guys can stay healthy and you add a couple impact players, Derek, I have no doubt this can be a double-digit win football team next year. You know, it could be a legitimate threat to the ASC South. And if Anthony Richardson's healthy and developing like we we saw him already in the short time, who knows how far they can make it in the playoffs. I'm not going to crown this team a Super Bowl contender. I'm not going to do that. Because, again, if the AFC still runs through Kansas City, and it will continue to run through Kansas City. What I'm saying is the future for the Colts is bright because they are extremely young. They have a lot of talent, and they're going to continue to add talent to their roster as well. So, Derek, any other thoughts here about the Colts and their future and just anything that I said that you want to maybe talk about before we wrap this one up? Yeah, I mean, this is the time we've been saying it over and over again that if Indianapolis wants to make a big splash and remind people that they are still relevant in the NFL today, this is the time to do it now because you have that flexibility. As we mentioned in a lot of other videos that this is a perfect time with this quarterback under rookie contract. You have some of these centerpieces locked down, go and get the big ones that are necessary to take this team over the edge because right now may be the last time that you get a chance to actually do it. So go take that opportunity, Ballard. Please make it happen. Yep, and we'll see what the Colts elect to do, who they bring back, some key free agents, which we've already talked about. I'm sure we'll talk about here soon. As free agency, Derek, it's getting closer with every passing day. So really excited for that. But guys, let us know your thoughts on the Indianapolis Colts. Do you believe like we do that their future is bright moving forward? If you guys are new to the channel, thank you so much for checking us out. Uh, if you wouldn't mind, be sure to smash that like button. And if you think we deserve it, hit that subscribe button as well. Guys, we are getting ever closer. It feels like we've been inching towards that 18K mark, Derek. Last I checked, we were at 19. I think it was 25. So, you know, we still have a little bit to go here. But, you know, if you guys could help us out, we would greatly appreciate that. But other than that, guys, that'll do it for this one. Thank you so much for tuning in. And as always, guys, go Colts. Yeah.